An industry under pressure. Innovation in its finest hour. This is the Oil & Gas Technology Podcast, where sharp minds reveal the brilliance and sheer determination turning great ideas into new realities. Hear about how it happens in real life with your host, Michael O'Sullivan. The views of the host are expressly his own and should not be construed as the views of Nutanix or any other corporation, consortium, governing body, or interplanetary federation. Hey everyone, welcome to the special Christmas episode of the Oil & Gas Tech Podcast. Of course, Christmas is not the only holiday in the month of December. We know that. There are many more, and so I'll get to that in a minute. Also, today I have a special holiday story that I think will warm the hearts of all those roughnecks out there. But first, got to say thank you to some folks. Actually, I have a long list of Thank you here. So so you guys got to bear with me and we'll get through this as quickly as possible. First, I got to thank all of the guests that were on the show this year. You know, it would not be a great podcast. It wouldn't be a podcast at all, really, if if we didn't have the guests. uh, It would just be me rambling on for half an hour or so. So we had some fantastic guests this year. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you to all of them for sharing their insights and wisdom and good humor also, I want to thank our producer, Savannah Wilson. She keeps the wheels on, makes sure that everything gets from this process to the part where you actually get to hear it on your on your platform. She keeps all that organized for all the OGGN podcasts, which is something like 12 or 13 now that we're up to. Also, I want to thank our audio editor, Mr. Amin Fikic in the faraway land of Bosnia. He does a fantastic job making us all sound good. He takes out all the parts that you're not supposed to hear, which is really, I think, important. Also, the whole OGGN crew, the Oil & Gas Global Network, we got a bunch of podcast hosts and uh, other people that are involved in helping, and uh, including the valiant and noble Warren Spiewak, who leads the street team. Thanks to everybody who's getting involved there. And of course, we got our we got our marketers out there at Midnight Marketing who uh, do a fantastic job with our website and some other things. And, you know, I want to thank Mark LaCour for getting this whole crazy thing started in the first place and also for uh, allowing me to just kind of waltz in behind him and take over this already well-established podcast. And so far, I don't think I've run it off the rails. So that alone is cause for celebration during the uh, holidays. And finally, our sponsor, Cognite. If you don't know anything about them, I'm not going to go on about it now, but uh, go out there and look for Cognite and see what they're doing for the oil and gas industry. We appreciate them keeping the lights on, paying the bills. Okay, so now that we have all of that uh, introductory stuff out of the way, I want to say one more thing, which is that I don't have a guest today. So I will be short. And uh, in fact, I have already set the recorder to just shut itself off even if I'm not done talking, uh, which is also what happens if you forget to change the batteries before you start. And you will hear about that on a future episode that is yet to be released. But for today, being it's it's, it's December, it's the holiday season, and I do want to, uh, well, I wanted to be inclusive and think about all the hot, you know, the oil and gas industry is very diverse in terms of culture and countries and geographies. And we got we have people, it's one of the things that makes this industry so great is we have so many people involved from so many places. And so I wanted to, you know, kind of be, you know, think about all the different holidays that are out there and all the different people are involved. And so I made the mistake of looking it up on the, on the internet to find out, well, what are all the holidays in December? And it turns out there's a lot. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell you about them all today. I'm just going to highlight 
you know, the top 30 or so. And then uh, you can look up the other 120 if you like. But I should also mention before we get started on December that it was just recently here, uh, Diwali or Diwali, depending on how you pronounce it. It ended last month. So technically it's not in December, but it's definitely part of the holiday season, that uh, Hindu festival of lights. It's also a really big deal. In fact, I've been, uh, my family has been living next door to the wonderful Patel family we've been friends with for 21 years. And and when our kids were all little, they had quite a good time with that festival of lights and paint one time, as I recall, if I remember correctly. So I want to, I want to throw that one in there. And now we get to December 1st and uh, December 1st is National Christmas Lights Day. So that was, I guess that was the day that you were supposed to put up your Christmas lights. If you didn't, you know, it's okay. You can still do it now. But that was, that was, uh, that was the day. Also, December 2nd, there's a lot of food days that we have. I think this might be an American thing. But December 2nd was National Fritters Day. So if you missed that this year, make sure you mark your calendar next year to have some fritters on December 2nd, followed by December 4th, which is National Cookie Day. I think some people would argue that any day is cookie day. Uh, December 5th is Flag Day in India, which is pretty cool. It also happens to be International Ninja Day on December 5th. So if you know any ninjas, make sure that you uh, you say something nice to them next year. You missed your chance already. December 6th is National Miners Day. Now, that's, uh, you know, we want to shout out to, our, to the miners, our cousins over there in the natural resources area of mining. Very similar business to oil and gas. Also, December 6th, December 6th, St. Nicholas Day. That's I think that's when you're supposed to put your shoes outside and you get, you know, something. I, I guess depending on where you live, uh, you might get things you don't want in your shoes on December 6th. But it also happens to be put on your own shoes day on December 6th. I don't know what that means. December 7th is the best thing I could find for December 7th is National Letter Writing Day. So, some of you need to Google right now, find out what letter writing is, but uh, it, it's a very ancient custom whereby people used to pick up a pen and, and write stuff and then send it to somebody else who would read it. So if you'd like to participate in that next year, mark your calendar. December 8th, we have, there's a few things on December 8th. It is, uh, it's you know, for, for all, of, all of our Catholic friends out there, that's Immaculate Conception Day. And it also, I get, is pretend to be a time traveler. Day. So I'm, uh, you know, that actually I can think of some different ways to, but I'm going to mark my calendar for next year on that. December 9th, Christmas card day. So if you want your Christmas cards to get to people on time, you want to send them on December 9th, I guess. It also happens to be National Llama Day. So, you know, you have that. December 10th, that's when uh, Hanukkah, this year Hanukkah starts for all of our Jewish friends out there. Mr. Bruce Spain, very old friend of mine. If you're out there, I know you're celebrating Hanukkah, I guess you've wrapped it up by now. I was always jealous when I was a kid because the, there was a lot of Jewish families in my neighborhood. And, and it, you know, they held, that whole getting presents for seven days in a row thing. Of course, we cleaned up on the 25th, but, but we were a little jealous in the, in the time leading up to that. December 11th, put on your best Christmas jumper because that's Christmas jumper day. December 12th, also for our Catholic friends, is uh, Our Lady of Guadalupe and mostly for all of our friends there in Latin America. That's a really big deal. Also... On December 12th is National Ding-a-Ling Day, I guess also known as Chuck Berry Day. So if you got a ding-a-ling in your family, that's a good time to celebrate. December 13th, we start really getting into the uh, into the serious holidays now. It's Worldwide Candle Lighting Day. So I wonder what it would be like if everyone in the world lit a candle on December 13th. December 14th is Monkey Day, and I don't know what that means. But December 14th also happens to be 
uh, my daughter's birthday. And uh, I'm not going to tell her that it's also monkey day, but it is her birthday. And I do not want to say how old she is because that is not a good look for me. December 15th, National Cat Herders Day. If you don't know what a cat herder is, it means you're one of the cats. On December 16th, all I could find was Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. I don't even want to know what that means. December 17th, we celebrate the Wright Brothers and their amazing invention of flight. If you believe that they were the ones who did it, that's Wright Brothers Day. December 18th is Answer the Telephone Like Buddy the Elf Day. So that's the day. December 18th, you get to say, Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Also, that is National Ugly Sweater Day. So, you know, ugly sweaters being a great Christmas tradition. December 19th, Look for an evergreen day. That's that's a nice way of saying if you haven't got your Christmas tree by now, December 19th, you're probably not going to you're not going to get a good one. That's for sure. And then of course we got December 20th, which happens to be two things, go caroling day and National Sangria Day. I recommend that you do Sangria Day, celebrate that first and then go caroling. And then we get to December 21st, which of course is the winter solstice and all kinds of crazy things happen on that day. On the 22nd, uh, this is one of my favorites, National Short Person Day, not being an extremely tall person. I appreciate that we have that. And it's uh, sort of a nice makeup for that terrible song that came out back in the 70s about short people. December 23rd is something called, and I'm probably not going to say this right, but it's something called Kisan Diwas, which is Farmer's Day in India. So I don't know if we have a farmer's day in the US, but they have one in India, which I think is great. That's December 23rd. Also on December 23rd, of course, we have the very famous, thanks to Mr. Daniel O'Keefe, who was a longtime editor of the uh, Reader's Digest, also an author, and also the father of Dan O'Keefe, who wrote for Seinfeld. December 23rd is Festivus for the rest of us. And that brings us to December 24th and 25th, which of course is Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And we all know what happens on those days. The day after December 26th is, it's kind of a toss up as to whether you're going to celebrate Boxing Day, which is big in Canada. And I think in the UK, and I think there's some, there's a lot of different stories about what Boxing Day is and different accounts as to exactly why Boxing Day exists and why it's called Boxing Day. So uh, that's a fun read someday if you have nothing else to do. And of course, on the 26th is also Kwanzaa, followed by the 27th National Fruitcake Day. And uh, I heard somebody say the other day that this year, 2020, is kind of like a fruitcake. It's hard, it's full of weird stuff, and no one asked for it. The 28th, we have December 28th is National Call a Friend Day. So that's when you call a friend and apologize for not giving them a Christmas present. On the 29th, there's something called Still Need To Do Day. I guess we still need to find something to celebrate on that particular day. I don't know what that, I really don't know what that means. But December 30th is is a big one. That is Bacon Day. And, I, you know, really, I, I would argue that any day could be Bacon Day. But December 30th is a special day to remember that food that so many of us enjoy. And then finally, December 31st, of course, it's New Year's Eve. We know that. Uh, Everybody celebrates that all around the world. Some people call it National Champagne Day, which I think is more or less the same thing. It is also December 31st. It's something called, and I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's uh, it's in Scotland. So Graham Horn, if you're out there listening, you can uh, 
correct me on this later, but it's Hogmanay, Hogmanay Day in Scotland, which means the last day of the year. And I would guess that some years you do want to celebrate the last day of the year more than others. So, for example, this one. So that's it. That's it for all of the holidays in December. There are more. So if you really want to know more, just uh, Google is your friend in that case. That gets us to the main feature for today. I have here a story that it's, uh, it's going to sound familiar to. Actually, maybe some of you have heard this uh, before. It was written by a guy named Bill Rogers, who is a, uh, an author and a comedy writer, lives uh, in Austin, Texas, which is not far from me, just, uh, just out 290 there. And Bill also, uh, he's been around a long time, and he's been writing for Jay Leno for, for a long time, and, and he does some other things. He also happens to be a landman or, or something, something like a landman, if I remember correctly. So that's kind of different. And Bill wrote this. I actually reached out to Bill and, and got in touch with him and to see if he wanted to read the story on the show for this episode. But alas, he was not available. So I am going to do my best rendition of this a story called The Oilfield Night Before Christmas, and it goes like this. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the patch, not a rough neck was stirring, not even to scratch. The drill pipe was stacked by the derrick with care, in hopes a new drill bit soon would be there. It had all gone so well for the first thousand feet, and it looked like the schedule might even be beat, but all came to a stop when we hit solid rock." We had run out of luck, no more drill bits in stock. The crew in the bunkhouse bedded down for the night, and no engines were running, not since sunset's last light. So with nothing to do but wait in the shack, I pulled out a cot and had just hit the sack, when from out on the lot there came such a racket, I jumped out of bed and threw on my old jacket. I tripped and I slipped as I ran across the floor, till I reached the far side and yanked open the door. The moon on the mud pit spread light all about, like the high-voltage spotlights had not been turned out, when from out of nowhere there appeared in the glow a small diesel rig with a flatbed in tow. It circled the sky, leaving contrails and stripes as bright-colored smoke billowed out of its pipes. Then it swooped to the ground where it rolled to a stop as the hiss of the air brakes made one final pop. The driver's door opened right in front of my eyes when out jumped a man of diminutive size. His hair was all gray and his beard even grayer, his coveralls smudged with a thirty-weight layer. Could this be the mythical figure of lore, the one spoken of by so many before? His name, Hal E. Burton, by my best rationale, but most folks just called him Jolly St. Hal. He reared up and whistled, when out of the back tumbled eight little helpers running round in a pack. St. Hal gave a chuckle as beside him they came. Then he pointed and shouted and called them by name. Hey, Boomer, hey, Lefty, hey, Curly and Louie. Yo, Scooter, yo, Shifty, yo, Swifty and Chewy. Half climbed on the flatbed, half stayed on the ground while they loosened the tie-downs and chains all around. The cargo was wrapped in a velvety tarp. What was it, I wondered, my curiosity sharp. They threw back the cover to proudly reveal a magical drill bit of diamonds and steel. All eight elfin helpers surrounded the gift, then hoisted it high in one unison lift. Toward the platform, they scrambled and fastened the bit to the end of a drill pipe for a good solid fit. 
St. Hal stepped right up as if leading a band. With a wave of his arm and a twirl of his hand, the equipment responded and sprang into action. The turntable turned to his great satisfaction. As the drill bit descended down into the hole, it appeared that St. Hal had accomplished his goal. He looked all around, then did bellow and call, Now frack away, frack away, frack away all. He sprang to his rig and his helpers pursued, leaving everyone hope for an abundance of crude. Then I heard him exclaim as they made their way out, Happy Christmas to all, and an early payout. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hey, everybody. It's Savannah from OGGN, and here are the events on deck for December 2020. This month, we only have three events, but if you'd like the full list, you can click the link in the show notes to sign up for our events newsletter. We send it out every month, and it includes more info about the events that I talk about here. We even include events that occur two months ahead of time, so if you're interested in always staying in the loop about oil and gas events, make sure to check that out. First up, we have our two OGGN live streams, and on the third, we have Moving Up in a Downturn, and on the eighth, we have Quality Management in a Down Economy. The only in-person event we have this month is the API and SPE Houston Chapter Luncheon about the rebuilding of the American oil field, which will be at the Petroleum Club on the 8th. Other than these events, OGGN may be hosting some more live streams this month, so make sure to check out our Facebook, LinkedIn, or our website for more information about any of the live streams we have coming up. If you have any questions about the events or any of our shows, make sure to reach out to me through my email in the show notes. That's all for December, and I hope you guys have a great month, and thanks for tuning in. Check us out next week for another entertaining and yet useful episode of Oil & Gas Tech Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at OGGN.com.